everyone, and welcome to Good and Glory Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Coburn. This is a place where we will talk all things Jesus, how to love Him, be like Him, and walk in a way worthy of His name. I'm really excited to spend some time with you today. Hey friends, I'm glad you're here today. As most of you know, I'm reading through the Gospels every month this year. I'm also trying to read different versions of the Bible as I go. This month, I'm reading the Amplified Bible. And this particular Bible, it belonged to my great-grandmother on my mom's side. The day I started reading out of it, I posted on Instagram about how I not only discovered her name in the front cover, but also notes throughout Matthew. It's so amazing how she passed down a legacy. What I didn't know when I posted about this special Bible is that when my mom left for college, Mama Hutton gave her two bags that contained the necessities for college, such as sheets and towels. On the very top of one of the bags was this exact Bible. Mama knew how much my mom needed that book, but in her quiet, unassuming way, she just laid it on top of those bags for mom to find. Her quiet and strong faith in Christ has been passed down to her children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and I am now doing what I can to pass it to her great-great-grandchildren. She was alive until I was 28 years old. How many people get to spend 28 years with their great-grandparents? I was so blessed that I had that time with her. When she got into her late 90s, she was holding my brother's hand at a birthday party we had thrown for her. She leaned over and whispered to him, You know, I think they keep throwing these parties because they think they will be my last one. But I'll show them I'm going to live until I'm at least 100. And guess what? She did. We have so much to learn through the older generations. They've lived through it already. They've had to learn to put their trust in Christ. Some have had to learn lessons a really hard way and partly because of their own stupidity. If you aren't already talking and listening to those older than you, I encourage you to start now. They have so much to pass on. You could learn so much and their learning could possibly keep you from learning the hard way that they had to go through. While reading this classic edition of the Amplified Bible, Matthew 6.16 really stood out to me for the first time. I love that, especially since I've already read it four times before this month. This version, it says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your moral excellence and your praiseworthy, noble, and good deeds, and recognize and honor and praise and glorify your Father who is in heaven. What we typically read in the ESV is, In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. I'm sure we all recognize that verse. It's a great verse. It has a lot of meaning and a lot of punch. But the way the Amplified Version broke it down, it really hit me. This version says, Let your light shine shine so that they see your moral excellence and your praiseworthy, noble, and good deeds. Let's stop there. Those things sound great. And you can read that part and think, hmm, 
that sounds like a good plan for myself. And I will get noticed because of all of these things. But when you keep reading it, it goes on to say, and recognize and honor and praise and glorify your Father who is in heaven, not you. You won't be recognized and receive all the honor and praise for your actions. But wait, isn't that what society tells us to do? Do all the good and noble and honest things so that we get honor and praise and promotion and find self-worth? We aren't told that it's great to be kind and honest. But there's this subtle underlying and unspoken part that basically tells us that if we are praiseworthy and noble in our deeds, we will and should receive all the praise and glory because of it. This idea goes completely against scripture. As Christ followers, we need to let our light shine in such a way that every single person we encounter can see our moral excellence and praiseworthy, noble, and good deeds. We want to be known as upstanding people that can be counted on, but not for self-promotion. If we are actually doing things correctly, Each person we come in contact with will see the Christ in us and not our actual person. They will praise Jesus because of our actions. We need to be living, breathing examples of the love that Christ poured out for us on the cross and wants to offer to each and every person. 1 John 1.6 says, If we say we have fellowship with him and yet keep on walking in the darkness, we are lying and not practicing the truth. People can read us way better than we give them credit for. Think about the people you can read and how they think they've pulled the wool over your eyes. Then think about all the people that you think you have fooled and realize that they probably see through your stuff as well. We weren't created dumb. I mean, most of us weren't, right? (laughs) Even the worst of sinners can see through your cow poop and tell if they are seeing kindness because you want credit or kindness because you want Christ to receive credit. In our human nature, we want glory and honor. We want to be known as the best of the best, but Christ wants to be known above all through us. It's something that each of us needs to work on daily. We must fight that part of us that wants credit, and we must die to self. John the Baptist put it simply in John 3.30 when he said, He must become more important while I become less important. We have to allow Christ to move in us in such a way that we start decreasing and he increases in our life. I'm still reading Tozer's book, The Pursuit of God. Funny enough, I thought I could read that pretty quickly considering the length. However, I'm on week three and I'm amazed at every page. I either reread a page because I need to better understand it, or because it was so good that I don't want to lose the memory of it. He says, The world is perishing for lack of the knowledge of God, and the church is famishing for want of his presence. The instant cure of most of our religious ills would be to enter the presence and spiritual experience, to become suddenly aware that we are in God and that God is in us. This would lift us out of our pitiful narrowness, and cause our hearts to be enlarged. This would burn away the impurities from our lives, and the bugs and fungi were burned away by the fire that dwelt in the bush. We must become less, and he must become more. 
We must dwell in him and realize that we are dwelling in him and he is in with us, within us. When we then realize how profound and amazing this is, we start wanting to be more like the Christ within us and less like the sin that was previously there. We need to enter the presence and bask in the glow of the Spirit. We need to walk in a way that is worthy of our calling, and the only way to do that is to let the Holy Spirit move and breathe and live through us. This doesn't require an intense, crazy spiritual experience. In fact, I have found that the best experiences to decrease and allow Christ to increase, they happen in the quiet of my private bedroom. When I start quietly submitting to Him and His will, I find Him in an intense way, and it becomes that spiritual experience that Tozer is talking about. I've had it both ways, the public, emotional, slightly chaotic spiritual experience, and the quiet, private, and deeply personal experience. Let me tell you, I desire private experiences daily. I don't want the public, emotionally driven ones often at all. When they're public, people will want to talk about it, ask about it, make it about me. When it's private, no one knows. But they see the changes and they start recognizing the Christ within. Christ tells us in Matthew 6, 5-6 through 6, how to pray and experience Him. Whenever you pray, do not be like the hypocrites because they love to pray while standing in synagogues and on street corners so that people can see them. Truly, I say to you, they have their reward. But whenever you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. I'm not saying that all public experiences are wrong. Believe me, conversions and prayers answered in public are amazing and life-giving and can bring others to belief in Christ. But when we seek to have a public experience instead of having a strong private prayer life, we're merely seeking the show aspect and not the legitimate intimacy with Christ. It's all about Him. It has to be. We were put on this earth to glorify and bring recognition to Christ. The very first question in the Westminster Catechism is, what is the chief end of man? The answer, man's chief end is to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. 1 Corinthians 10.31 says, So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do everything for the glory of God. Isaiah 43, 6 and 7 says, Bring my sons from distant lands and my daughters from the remote regions of the earth. Everyone who belongs to me, whom I created for my glory, whom I formed. Yes, who I made. We are created to glorify God in all that we do. Our actions must declare Christ and not ourselves. Self-promotion must not be found in the Christ follower's life. That is doing these things that seem godly and Christ-like merely to make a name for ourselves. It's okay to move forward in the things we are doing. Being humble does not mean that we sit back and do nothing. Colossians 3.23 says it perfectly. Whatever you are doing, work at it with enthusiasm as to the Lord and not for people. I keep this verse close when I'm dealing with situations that I don't want to be in. Cleaning a toilet, talking to someone who gets on my nerves, folding yet another load of laundry. We must do all to glorify the Lord. 
I, I feel like I just slapped myself with that one. I need to do so many things today alone that I don't want to do. But what will happen if I do them to glorify God? Will my attitude change and my kids and my husband see God through me instead of my grumbling to get them done? I am sure that the answer is yes. At the end of the day, I don't want those I come in contact with to say, man, that Brittany is so spiritual and holy and perfect in all that she does. I I really don't want that. Instead, I need to desire them to say, can you see Christ working through Brittany? He is amazing and he is beautiful and he is so very faithful. What if we all worked to make this our goal? What if we all set the standard to be working for bringing credit for Christ and not getting any credit at all for ourselves? I wonder how many more people would find unity. I wonder how many feelings would quit being hurt. How many friendships would be mended? All because we have the same goal that Christ would increase and we would decrease. I pray to see a day that this happens. In fact, I feel led to close us in prayer now. Heavenly Father, the world tells us that we need to be the biggest, best, and brightest versions of ourselves so that we can be famous, get credit, climb a proverbial ladder. You, however, call us into your word to decrease in order for you to increase. We desire your name to be great within our lives. If there is any pride or selfishness found within us that is keeping us from growing and moving forward in you, please bring it to our attention. Help us to desire for your name to be glorified through us. When people look at us in our actions and our motives, Help them to see you in your spirit and not our human nature and desires. Give us a heart for your people. Break our hearts for what breaks yours. Create in us a pure heart and renew a steadfast spirit within us. In your mighty and holy and wonderful name, amen. Thanks for spending a few minutes with me today. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and give me a review where you listen to podcasts. I also ask that you share this podcast with your friends and family. If you think they need to hear it, share it. It's as simple as hitting the share button and then sending it in a text. Or take a screenshot and share it on social media. I would greatly appreciate it. You can find me on social media at Good and Glory Podcast. Please give me a follow. Until next time, may the grace of Jesus be with you.